What's going on, ECFL? Welcome to another episode of The Elites. Tonight, I got with me, as always, Canes87. What up? Prince Vegeta. Hola. Kickler10. What's up, fellas? And a special guest, Zio. Finally. Let <laughs> me get him on here so it's not bitching. The man has been begging. Well, we got him on here. Uh, we got a couple things to hit on this evening, and then uh, we can get into uh, a drill session with Zio on some expectations from Bob. Oh, yeah, we're going to drill him. <laughs> from the oh, chickens. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's start this off with some elite awards. Kane, you got that for us? Yeah. All right. So we got the same seven awards we had last year. We're going to start with coach of the year and everybody's going to give first and second place guesses because most people would just pick the same one for who they think would win. I would think so for coach of the year, the nominees were. Myself, which mm. I didn't pick myself. Kickler did. I did. K Town uh, from Superior, C Web from Central Texas, Kickler, unfortunately, from South Alabama. That dude from Desert State, and Fuck Ted from Maui. Fuck Ted from Maui. I think that's the message everyone can get behind. I'm, that's right. I'm, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ted is number two and Kickler is number one. I'm gonna All give right. C Web some love and say number two, and do it, do it, you bitch. I'll just give Ted number one. Oh God! Oh, come, on. <laughs> come on, be honest. <laughs> All right, so mine are gonna be a little different. I'm gonna do. That dude at number two because they kind of surprised some people. And the one that really made a jump this year, I'm going to give it to C-Web as coach of the year because he had the greatest turnaround from the last couple of years to this year. Absolutely agree. I can get behind that. And um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to hate to be the guy here to say this. Um, fuck Ted, but he gets that number two for continued excellence, and I'm going to have to agree with everyone else here and say C-Web's turnaround is more than deserving of being number one. I definitely agree, real quick, that C-Web should be number one. I'm just trying to go with what I think the voters did. No, I'm not saying I think voters went that way. I'm just saying on who I think yeah. should be number one. I agree. Well, I like the C-Web vote as well, but everybody else didn't. Coming in in second place was Fuck Ted. <laughs> we kind of expected that. And at number one with 20, 28 votes was Kickler. Mr. Mm. Dynasty himself. Yay. Ted had 18 mm. votes. You're welcome. Appreciate it, voters. Thank totally you. not deserving. Thank you. All. No. Not at all. We the team so. deserves it. It's like a concentration camp over here. <laughs> <laughs> we win. It's all that matters. <laughs> well, speaking of team award, let's go to team of the year next. The nominees were Mountaineer State, who is basically the top three in each conference. Mountaineer State, number three in APC, 
Superior was the champions of the APC. Uh, South Alabama was number two in the APC. Maui won the Gold Rush. Amelia was second, and Desert State was third. Uh, top two, I'm going to go with um, Superior at two and Maui at one. I'm going to go Desert State at two, Superior at one. I'm going to go Maui at two, SAU at one. I'm just going to flip Vegeta's and go SAU at two and Maui at one. Well, if you got an award, Vegeta would get it. Maui came in at number two with 22 votes. And South Alabama was in first with 41 votes out of the 81 total. Damn. Not, not terribly shocking, um, I'd say. Just I think if everything ended in the regular season, I think Maui would be number one every year. But I, I'd agree with oh, that. Have to be. We, we have yeah. to play the playoffs, so they yeah. kind of by default have to end up at number two <laughs> or number three or four. Desert State ended up three superior, nine and five respectively. Interesting. Yeah, very. All right. Offensive Freshman of the Year. The nominees were Jax James of Chattanooga, Tamari Jones, Mountaineer State, Big Poppy, Central Texas, Jackson Rodriguez from Lake Texcoco, Bobby Boucher, Maui State, and Dakotas to ever do it, Midgard. Hey, real quick, uh, Jackson Rodriguez wasn't a freshman. Oh, well, it said it online it was. So. Yeah, I guess I didn't get fixed. Anyway, <laughs> he played Superior and then transferred to Lake Tech. So. I'm going to go with – Hope he didn't win. Yeah. Uh, Dakotas Eva and Bobby Boucher. Which is which? Bobby Boucher is number one, Dakotas Eva two. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going Poppy two, Boucher one. Yeah, I agree with Aaron. Uh, I'm going to uh, say Boucher, too, and you can't say that Big Poppy with a name like that isn't number one. <laughs> well, Vegeta's on fire. This time he copies Aaron. The coldest to ever do it was number two with 14, and with 41, Bobby Boucher. Hey, man, congrats, Bobby. Man, you just need to a cheat sheet going into this. <laughs> I, I think I think the coldest had a really good year. But Bobby, Bobby had a he had a jam. Well, now standing season. Yeah. Dakota, if Dakotas could have turned down the interceptions, then that, he'd have ran away with it. I yep. agree with that 100. percent Bobby Boucher did lead the whole ECFL in receiving touchdowns, though. So not bad for a freshman. But Dakotas ever had some crazy numbers too. But he had a a ton of interceptions. That was well, only he, he also only had, had a ton had of attempts too. Wait, yeah. you mean we don't win awards for throwing a ton of interceptions? Negative. No, I'm, no, I'm other, sorry. You help other people win them. Wait, what? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. That's all I can understand how to do. <laughs> well, you said Jackson Rodriguez was, wasn't a freshman, so he only got two votes. So. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good thing. Let's go to the defensive side. Your nominees were Trace Dover, Ventura. Tommy Guns, Lake Texcoco, Jojo Vasquez, Vise Towson, Dax Daughtry, Evening Shade, Donnell Penn of Chattanooga, and T Knight from South Alabama. Uh, 
Give me Jax at two and T Knight at one. I'm gonna flip those two. You mean Dax? Dax. You know what I meant. I'm gonna do T Knight one. I'm, I'm flip. He he said T Knight one, so I'm flipping. I'm going T Knight two and Dax one. I'm going T Knight two and then Kong's one. Wow, I hate to agree with Vegeta, but I'm agreeing with Vegeta on this one. <laughs> so on this one, it was interesting because there was three people tied for second. Wow. Dang. Wow. With ten votes apiece. It was Donnell Penn of Chattanooga, Jojo Vasquez, East Housen, and Dax Daughtry of Evening Shade. And in first with thirty six votes was Tommy Guns of Lake Texcoco. Oh, we got the number one. I could do one thing right. Congrats, Guns. Yeah. Yeah, I got looking at that and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, so it was nice to see a close race though. I mean Well for one one spot. Yeah, for something. It seemed like a pretty runaway with the number one there. Yeah, that's the way it's kind of been for all of them. Alright, so offensive player of the year. Nominees were Jax Davenport. Of Superior, Jeff Brown, South Alabama, Chicory Dash, Lake Texcoco, Baker Brooks of Maui, Jojo Tibble Jr. of Cascade, and Dan Norris of Amelia. I'm going um, El Jefe, number one, and <laughs> Baker Brooks, number two. I love El Jefe, but due to only four touchdowns, I'm going number two as I just forgot. Number one's Baker Brooks. Uh, Tibble, number two. I'm going to do Brooks, two. Dan Norris, one. I'm going to show some AEU some love here and give Dan Norris number two. And I don't care what anyone has to say, Ja'Cory Dash was the best player in the league last year. Yours is interesting, Vegeta, because you chose the number one, the first team quarterback as two and the second team quarterback as one. Dang. <laughs> I just had him flip flopped. All right. But the actual results are JoJo Tidwell at number two and Baker Brooks at number one. Hey, Man, fuck I Baker got Brooks. one right. Quarterbacks are overrated. JoJo had 13 votes. Baker Brooks had 41. I mean, Baker Jesus. had a great season. So, yeah. in fact, no one gives a shit what Zio thinks. <laughs> quarterbacks are overrated we need to get better running backs I mean those two running backs though, they both had over 1100 yards both had 12 touchdowns apiece so. <clears throat> they both had great seasons for real on to the defensive player of the year nominees were Vaughn Carlton of Ventura Shane Knox Amelia Wheezy Porter Superior Kratos Merciless, Anuga, Big Hoss of Desert State, and Shiloh Marino of Palm Beach. Say the first one again and hear you. Vaughn Carlton, Ventura. Shane Knox is far and away number one, guaranteed. Um, I don't just give me Carlton. I don't. I'm going Wheezy Porter two and. Shane Knox, the easiest winner in this, even if the voters didn't make the biggest Hands runaway. Hands down, yeah. Hands down, Shane Knox. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with Kickler on that one. That's exactly what I was thinking. Sure, uh, it was smart man. 
this is, I think, going to be the only unanimous decision of the night at number one, and I don't think anyone gives a shit at number two with how clear this one was. <laughs> That's valid. Well, this is going to come as a shock, but this was the closest voting of all the awards. Oh, really? Rigged. With <laughs> I want to wait and hear what the outcomes are first before I claim rigged. With 24 votes, Wheezy Porter. And with 29 votes, Shane Knox. Oh, should not have been that I close. I don't get it. Should not have been that close. I mean, <laughs> no, Knox is maybe one of the most consistent players in the league. I'm, I'm, look, well, I'm not taking nothing away from Wheezy at all. Great season, great year. But Knox was... Yeah, it's in a different damn realm. Yeah, Knox also should have. Knox also should have been uh, far and away unanimous selection for the All Elite Team, and uh, yep. some people didn't even put him in the top eight uh, defense alignment for some reason. So I think that shows huge, how some of the voters go. But I think a huge knock is just that Shane is not always the most vocal person. Well, yeah, but in all, in all elite, though. But it should come down to it should come down to fucking. Stats, but, not but in it all should, elite, all elite was stats and no names. So unless people looked it up to see who it was, I mean, they should have known. But yeah, it is. I mean, based is. on the stats, there's no reason. I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna get on soapbox again. It is what it is. I'm glad yeah. Shane Knox won, though. I'm very yeah. glad he won. Yeah, like he I said, it. he's been maybe the most consistent <laughs> player in the league since his first day he stepped on yeah. the field. Definitely deserve that. So let's go to the elite player of the year. We went with three defensive, three offensive. So you've got Jeff Brown, South Alabama, Shane Knox of Amelia, JoJo Tidwell of Cascade, Baker Brooks of Maui, Wheezy Porter of Superior, and Shiloh Marino of Palm Beach. Um, do we go offense and defense or just any? No, six? it's it's just it's one. Just player. Oh, just one. Yeah, it's just the elite, the overall elite player of the year. I mean, it's between Knox and Brooks, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to Knox. It's harder to play defense in this league than it is offense, in my opinion. Who's your runner-up? Uh, Brooks is my runner-up. I'm going to flip-flop. It's going to be Knox, I think, number two, Brooks at number one. I will say, if it was based on who meant the most to their team, though, if you watch the championship run, though, Jeff Brown meant more to our team oh, I mean, it's than Hamlet. anybody did yeah, in for sure. any team. He got us down, I don't know how many times. He didn't have the touchdowns. That's because he got us down close, and then Freddie or Money would run it in. Yeah. As Jeff usual. Brown was huge on our offense when we were struggling to get us to win games. Well, he's not called the GOAT for nothing. Um, I would like to see Knox win, but I think Knox is going to come in second because everybody favors quarterbacks and defensive players. And then I'll go Baker Brooks one. Um, and I'm going to go El Jefe at two and Knox at one because um, I hate quarterbacks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were one in bad experiences. No, I had great experiences with Bridges, but the that's besides the point. Well, nobody got it right. Really? Both of got both of them right. Damn. Uh, okay. Second place, Zio got it right. El Jefe came in at number two. Hey. Hey. With 17 oh, votes. Damn it. That Congrats, was Jeff Brown. He was number one then. Baker Brooks with 500,000 votes. 
Baker Brooks with 29 votes or 30 votes. Yeah. Congrats, Baker. You had a hell of a season. As Even much as I like to give you shit, congrats. Well, the dude was up for player of the week every single week, and it was just because he balled out every week. So we mm-hmm. can't take that away from him. Just because he was a shark, we can't hate on him too much. The dude had a great season, so you he deserved it. You can speak for yourself on that one. I can hate as much <laughs> as I want. I think I'm known for that at this point. It's fair. Mm. Well, congratulations to all you guys. Everybody was deserving. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. It wasn't. I think everybody got what they they deserved. And that's why I went with first and second for you guys to guess because to me it felt like number one was pretty obvious on each one. Yeah. Well, in in these awards, it 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 really needs to be. I mean, it's an elite award for a whole league. Your number one should be unanimous, especially with like Knox, but. Mm. We're not opening Pandora's box. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. All right. So I say we hit on some transfers next, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to Vegeta first. Vegeta, how did you uh, how did you and old App State do in the portal? Not too good. Not too good. Not too good. Well, how many guys did you get? Five. Five. I mean, was is it? I Man, not- I only needed eight, but I got five. Okay, so you you filled five of your eight holes. That doesn't sound too bad. No, no, no. It was bad because you cocksuckers stole one of my guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm going to stay quiet until it's my turn. Okay. Well, I mean, did you, other than the cocksuckers stealing one of your guys? No, it really wasn't that bad. We actually did really well. We landed a lot of the recruits that we were looking at. So. Okay. So you filled, you filled some holes with some, some – some older talent and yep. uh, should should help you guys out a lot this year then, huh? Yes, definitely. Okay. Especially on offense, we got uh, uh, Vernon Mills from, from New York State. So we we're, we're definitely struggling on the offensive side of the ball. So hopefully he comes and uh, provides a yeah. spark for us. He's a, he's a good receiver. Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he helps us out a lot. Well, I mean, as long as the guy calling the plays puts him in the right spot, it should work out, right? Or Deathridge <laughs> doesn't throw 17 million interceptions, yes. <laughs> well. Bridges 2.0. Well, hey, hey. there will never be another Bridges. Uh, the closest <laughs> we've seen was Dinah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dino was pretty he, bad. He tried. I'm telling that's you right why now. He's he not tried. Well, that's, well, that's well, why he retired early. Well. He didn't want to be Bridges. The difference was Bridges went positive in his touchdown to interception ratio. <laughs> Dino was just bad. <laughs> was just bad. <laughs> That's fucked up. Well, Canes, uh, how did you guys do in the portal? We did great. We had eight recruits. Okay. We only needed nine, so I had to go oh. and get one in the freshman. Nice. But so you're, you're to me. Much- it was we um there was only one recruit that we actually lost the rest of them it was more of you know i feel disposition so it's first come first serve we was originally wanting uh augustus from cascade but i'll deal with i'll take dane jones he's a great quarterback yeah he's so underrated I the, think the difference I, I was I, I think I wanted Augustus or I just because of the years. Yeah. yeah. 
but Dane Jones I, is a great quarterback. I think Dane Jones is going to come in and ball out for you. I yeah, think he's going think... to have a resurgence. Yeah, I mean he, I mean he, he's definitely talented. But like <laughs> I said, as long as you put him in the right spot, then you should have no issues, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Well, it sounds good. So you only have one hole left to fill. Um, your recruiting shouldn't be stressful whatsoever. Oh, uh, not at all. Um, and that recruit was some BS crap stuff. No. The one that I got to fill because it was a late, late scratch. Oh, okay. Ah, ah, yes, yes. I got you. I see what you're throwing down. <laughs> I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> um. All right, I'm going to transfer over to uh, Coach Kickler at Tulane and talk about your transfer portal. Uh, we had two targets, and we got them both. So I would say it was pretty successful. Sorry to those we didn't reach out to. Um, we kind of had a plan to go young, and so we literally set our sights on two players, and they both committed. So, so, so this successful is this, in that regard. This is what this translates to. Uh, we we decided to go with players that were already on SAU to come back. That's what, that's what it came. <laughs> you're going to be surprised. You're going to be very surprised. You're going to be you're going to uh, be surprised. That's not the case. What What do you guys still need? Everything, because uh, you know you guys didn't you guys didn't put up what you guys your team needs were. Yeah, so. yeah we did. Your team needs up. Yeah, they did. Yeah, we did. We had. Did you? Does it under still? Does it still say SAU? Not it Tulane. Says Tulane. Oh, maybe yeah, you guys can't read. read. He did say it. Fuck. Yeah, so screw y'all. He didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I went and looked earlier. I couldn't find it, so maybe he posted it. Well, you're about as blind as I am. <laughs> All Jesus. you have to do is I wish people around here would read. Button. Hey, like, I am paid to lead, not to read. Exactly. Well, that's your problem. But okay, what do you still need? Uh, offense. Like literally. All yeah. offense? Yeah. We have two wide receivers. Um, okay, we so need basically here's what we, we decided we decided that we were going to go young um, and build around and keep a core together, just like we did mm-hmm. in season one. We had a lot of freshmen, obviously, with the league being uh, new, but I like the way that core <laughs> progressed together and filled holes. Um, we didn't reach out to wide receivers to fill the hole because we knew we were planning to bring in one of the freshman quarterbacks, so we got a couple of them we really like. We we're going to start there. I wanted to pair it with a young wide receiver. You know, not have three juniors that'll be tra- uh, graduating the same time, things like that. So, y'all already know what freshman quarterbacks coming. Well, we don't want people to think that we're ignoring them because we don't like them. There's but you are ignoring them because you don't like them. No, exactly. There's a, there's a plan. No, in that's place. exactly what it is. Everybody take notes. There's a lot of people that I liked uh, in the transfer take. portal. It just we didn't want oh, to make ourselves uh, exactly senior heavy. Yeah, upper class and heavy, senior heavy. There. Yeah. Wait, I'll take it for now. You go ahead. Well, well, you, can have your, you can have your one season there. You you better win it this season because he ain't if gonna not, win it. then you're screwed. I got two seasons. He's no, not going to win it. I got two seasons. My, no. my guys are juniors this year. I got two seasons. Mm. He's not even going to win his division conference. Mm. Yeah, maybe not. Shots are fired. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, are you Tulane, in my division? Look, nope. Tulane's going to be just fine. Well, Vegeta, we haven't had it announced who's winning. I know. Yet. When are we going to no. announce oh. that? I'll announce it on here. We'll do that. Right now. Three, we'll two, we'll go. No, we'll do it at the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we can do it at the we end. we got to talk oh, about Virginia Tech's transfer. Come on, let's, yeah. let's, let's uh, divert no. things away right now. No, we're not. No, let's, let's hear from Vitek. 
We're going straight to Zio and Vatek. How was your transfer? Inner Sandman. Um, I'll put it this way. Be honest now. Don't beat around the bush. I hate Virginia Tech, but I like their entrance. Um, yeah. I don't think you could have a worse transfer portal um, turnout than we did. When you target 15 separate players and you only are able to land one, uh, you kind of have one of the worst transfer portal sessions I think we've ever seen. How many people That's did right. you have transfer away from you this year, this season? Um, practically everyone. Oh, Ouch. Uh, yeah. When I fucking say, Julian, uh, yeah, I blame Julian for everything. Um, Julian was the whole reason we fell apart, and the whole reason uh, everyone left because they all came there for him and not for me. Ah. Huh. That being oh, said. Shitty. I think the most common thing I learned in my first season as a true coach is you have you can't take a more hands-off approach in the sense that you can't – I didn't necessarily take a hands-off approach, but I gave people too much space, I think. Um, mm-hmm. In hindsight, I think I would have been a bit more suffocating in my approach with a lot of people rather than giving them more time to think it over talk, like that. Talk to other coaches. But I know from my experiences through the portal and through other things, I appreciated being given the time to think. And it's just a lot of learning experiences you get with it. Um, I can absolutely say that if there's only one team I specifically hate, it is um, right now. Uh, actually, there are two teams I specifically hate. Uh, I hate Tulane right now. Uh, I'm still mad at you. <laughs> I'm what still very mad at you. We? What do we do? Um, you got maybe the one person I wanted the most. Who's that? Uh, I'm not naming names. Rage, everyone loves you. Obviously, yeah, I wanted two Rage. coaches on been, here that are crying. Yeah, I, think I was going after Rage since the fucking was... coaches portal. That was Rage, my fucking yeah, problem. I think Riding everyone went after Rage since the coaches portal. And um, even though I knew I was behind the ball because it wasn't clear that he was going to me in the coaching portal, I gave it the best shot I could in the transfer portal, and it still didn't go my way. So, Look, that man belongs on Bourbon Street. That yes, man belongs in um, Blacksburg, Virginia. No so I don't care is. what you say. Well, Does he's on Bourbon Street. It does matter. And when Rage changed the defensive tackle, I was like, man, I was going to recruit you too, but – now you're a defensive really tackle, and I don't need you. Because the way I like to build is through my defensive line. So, yeah. Well, yeah. whose other team you hate? Um, UTSA. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. UCF? Wow. No, I I can't hate Ted because I knew they were going to have that turnout regardless of how I Queen. felt. And, and Ted didn't even fucking recruit other thing himself. Is like as much as I dislike how they ended up landing just about every player in the entire league. I mean, the other thing to realize, though, is they're going to be in this same spot in a year or two because they aren't going to be able to maintain this team. Well, they didn't even land the most transfers, by the way. That would be me. That'd be Arizona State. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is They just talked the biggest game. Half his damn team is transfers. I mean, at the end of the day, though, I mean, Ted's going to have a huge issue of losing about 95% of his team again within two seasons so oh i will too i mean at the end of the day like 
Well, the difference is you haven't been doing this for four seasons and failing to win with high expectations. <laughs> and true. Ted has, so I don't get why people think it's going to change now. <laughs> he just said that That's- shit. That was fucking hilarious. I mean, I, I've said it in league chat. I was like, oh, yeah, congratulations. You're going to go to a team where you're going to lose in the playoffs. UCF I mean, Virginia Tech week one. I mean, oh, please do. We're going to get murdered, but I don't care. I'm going to say the truth. Oh, I my mean, God. the man has had four seasons to win a championship with a contender every year. Being a front runner at least two times and has failed every single season. Is this his second undefeated regular season two, or is this just his first? Oh, uh, he's been really close a couple other times. I think his it's his first. first. It's his yeah. first truly undefeated regular season. Once you include the conference championship, but if you don't include conference championship, it's his second. Problem yeah. is, he had so many close games this season. Yeah, he went overtime like four times. He barely beat my poopy ass fucking Toledo Tech. <laughs> He Didn't barely beat. Lose, he barely beat my trash ass um, uh, Lake Texcoco team. That was nothing but run the ball every play. Yeah, they they had at least three overtime games. Two against Baker City, the Lake Tex game. Won that overtime. And that's yeah. not a yeah. um, jab going out to you guys at Lake Texcoco. You guys gave it your best, but we we have to admit, going looking back at it, that um, a lot of mistakes were made running that team. I have no excuses. My offense was piss poor. He was ten and three season one, ten and two season two, and then season three. Wait, what season is this? Okay, he lost two in season three. Season three, nine and three. Nine and three, and then season four is ten and zero. Well, I think they got to what twelve and zero before the ship. Look, I'll tell you what, that Joker's won a lot of games, but. Like I said, man, uh, and this isn't really, I, I mean, as much as I'm hating on them right now, I mean, I hate it, on Ted all the time. It's okay. I'm just going <laughs> to say that it shows that they're, that Ted can at least coach, but um, we have four seasons of proof. And if you want to go back further, even more that they just can't win the playoffs. So you all write your own ship there. So basically what you're saying is whoever listens to this podcast and you hope it's pretty much all the freshman recruits that they listen to your little section on Ted Stern. Oh, I don't give a shit who listens to my section here. (laughs) I'm just being dead honest. No, hey, I'm enjoying every second of it. Not going to lie. I mean, (laughs) this is supposed to be uh, going in on the guy who failed, but uh, we're going to go in on the guy who failed even harder. With all the opportunities. But no, I mean, our transfer portal went about as terrible as you could go to get back on topic. Well, I mean, your portal, portal, transfer portal, if I could talk English, um, was terrible. But in reality, it was all Ted's fault. I wouldn't say it was all (laughs) Ted's fault. I I would say... Well, he already hated Tulane, so obviously it's partially our fault, too. I'm only mad at you guys. I'm mad at you guys purely for getting rage. Um, I'm a lot more mad at uh, UTSA than anyone else because I swear he went after the entire meme team that I wanted to assemble and just dying internally still. If he gets um, a certain someone who I can almost guarantee can't catch interceptions, 
um, then it's just going to be a complete set there. Oh, we're we talking about uh, I will see. What's just that? Just in case. And, uh, I, yes. I, Mm. Uh, but no, I mean, I think the I think I only lost one serious player that I went hard after to Ted, which might sound crazy, but we didn't have a lot. Well, I lost two players to Ted. I mean, that's not three. Okay, maybe. Hey, I let's be honest, you didn't, lo- you didn't lose him to Ted. Uh, you lost him to fucking Blazer. Yes, you're right because Ted didn't do a damn thing in recruiting. No, he, did not. he did not. New rule: head coaches can only. Yeah, well, so new rules now, uh, we can't allow assistance mm-hmm. to land recruits. It has to be the head coach to land coach. them. <laughs> lo- I'm sure the head coach still offered. That's all that uh, No, he didn't. He completely stayed silent. Oh, well. Maybe. That's well, what you have assistant head coaches for. Well, right there is the other one that's a big shot to my heart that I already knew happened. If you go looking commitments right now, live. Oh, we have a live commitment? Yep, we just had one. Uh-oh. Legion of Slugs posted that Slug Stern Uh-oh. will be headed to Fresno State. Ah, Fresno that's getting the first one. Fresno's getting a one-year run, one-year rental. So I'll give I, you. I'll tell you what, I'm up. surprised. I would not have guessed. Mm. Where did you think he was going to go? I would not have. Where did you think he was going? Let me ask you that question. Well. The obvious destination would have been to join Ted at UCF. Well, that wasn't happening. Um, I mean, without looking at needs and everything, that would have been my my number one guess. Number two, I might have uh, seen him go into San Diego State to help out Otang, since they used to be teammates what? and everything. They used to be. I used to be fucking teammates with them too. No one likes you. I beg to differ because I helped him win a championship. He saw how shitty you were last season on your own. He didn't want to join the dumpster fire. So everybody's like, tired. Yeah, because else from the ground but look, look at how bad they were last year, too. He's like, ah, I can't help him. Everybody's tired of seeing your fucking posts. Which one? The App State ones? All of them. See, we all got very sick of Steve, so. Oh, we're going to get sick of App State real quick. I mean, I won't. You guys will. I've been I'm tired sick. of it. I'm sick of your Steve, fucking memes. Steve was different because Steve, that was the only, really the only bullfrog you could fucking find. Uh, that Except being said, no, bro. I mean, I'll give you guys a bit of insider info. Legion was down to me and Redria, so I knew uh, what was going on behind the scenes. But So you just found out you lost this way? Uh, no, I found out about 20 minutes before I got on here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been a, um, <laughs> yeah, not my night. Hey, Philbin, uh, his new team's not Cascade State. I know. <laughs> nice fix. <laughs> I was, because on our other sheet, the font was wrong. Ah, gotcha. So I was copying. So there's only three then... transfers left out there. Um, Terrell Lewis, a halfback. Carlos Baja, middle linebacker. and. Devin Hill probably will be middle linebacker. So, I mean, Vegeta, Vegeta loves Carlos. To get some very active um, recruiting going on. Now, I think I'm going to have to go young. I think that's the only direction to really go at this point. Well, I mean, you don't have a choice at this unless point. you pull the other three, which I'm not don't, even. <laughs> I don't recommend one of those three. <laughs> you love him. 
Well, I mean, maybe Chase Scenery the would do him well. <laughs> maybe. Try to give him the benefit of the doubt last season. It did not work out. And then you, you kicked him out of his locker room. Yep. Uh, you giving anybody the benefit of the doubt is, is scary in general. But, I mean, basically to any uh, freshman that listened to this, I promise you, if you come here, even though it'll be a rocky first year, we're going to have a flags. to win with next season. I don't give a shit. Throw all the flags you want. They don't mean a damn thing. <laughs> is this the whole reason you wanted to come on the podcast to yes, throw your exactly recruiting what? pitch to yeah, him? <laughs> no, he sounds a lot like someone I remember one BC prodigy. We're not going to oh, be good sorry, this I was year. Say it too. We're not going to be good this year, but we'll be good That's next exactly year. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'll give BC this. He said it was like a three-year plan, and they did start to improve. They did. I'll give him that. Now, I'm only saying that because uh, historically we haven't had a great history of freshman-heavy teams apart from season one being very good. So, no, I'm not here for recruitment. I'm here to just speak my mind and give hot takes, like the fact that Vegeta's still going to finish outside of the playoffs this year. You think so? He, he I don't go, think so. He did go to the playoffs his first season with a bunch of freshmen. I'll give him that. There was a freshman team that – that did well. He got shut out in the playoffs, but he did make it. Yeah, he chose to go away from all the scheme that worked for him that freshman season this last season. Why did you do that anyway? Well, no one said he was smart. <laughs> it's never been said on <laughs> I just, I just want to try something new. That week three matchup's going to be nice. So what's week three's matchup? Like <laughs> well, right. let's, let's, let's dive into some of the schedule now. We're not. Are we going to get into the schedule, or do you want to just get into the conference alignments? We'll do conference alignments because I hadn't done home and away and all day. All right. right, yeah. All right, let's save the schedule for another week. It might come out this week. Well, we'll talk about it later in our fucking. No, yeah, we won't. We will. <laughs> we will probably talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we will. You, you won't. All right, so I guess let's go with uh, now that um, Zio's done, who he hates and then who he really hates, and then <laughs> his recruiting pitch. I mean, hell, half the show was dedicated strictly to Zio and Virginia Tech here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what recruits are you targeting? That's now? not an open door for any more. <laughs> I'm hey, the door's wide open. Hey, he, he did point out the fact that since he didn't land any transfers, he's going to be young this season. I'm going to have to start charging you for this. <laughs> hey, I'll just say we have the deep NIL pockets right now. We'll just hey. send her out. We'll, we'll edit out half of his, yeah, t- we his have uh, points. Because I, I can hear like at least three people right now in the at 7.30 in the morning whenever oh. they listen to this. Oh, you're just going to let them do a recruiting pitch on the podcast now? This is bullshit. When do I get to do mine? When do I get to do mine? Hey, they've all seen how well the recruiting pitches went for them. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, as long as we don't post it before 9 o'clock, it ain't going to matter. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Just wait to post it until 9 a.m. <laughs> I don't think any freshmen even know. I mean, there's only like seven people that listen to this, so – even think, beyond that, I mean, if they want a bitch, that's just them saying that they can't recruit anyway. So that's scared. their own fault. No, they don't care. It's, no, I'm just it talking shit. They want a recruiting violation more than likely. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one who wants a re- recruiting violation here. I want to be the first one to get actually sanctioned for it. You get a suspension, and you get a suspension. We won't get onto that. 
No, we're, we're going to stay out of that one. <laughs> no, that no. one might get us in some hot water. No. But, uh, let's let's move on to uh, conference alignments now. I thought we were going to talk recruits, the new recruits. Do you want to talk new recruits? Let's talk okay. new recruits. Okay. Who – okay, Kane, since you want to talk new recruits, who, in your opinion, is one of the top recruits? It doesn't have to be anybody you need. Just in general, who you think one of the top recruits that most teams are going to go after this season? I believe it's going to be the person with the most offers is probably going to be Zumi Boom Anderson. Okay. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Vegeta, do you have one? Probably not. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. Imagine that. Raunchy. Raunchy? Yeah. Rick, what about you? Do you have anybody? Um, well, I got two that I think are going to get a lot. I think uh, Mookie Rising, wide receiver, is going to get a ton. Mojo's little bro. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, how do you not go after that lineage? Yeah. And right then there. I could see uh, I could see Doc Boone, his running back DJ Boone, mm-hmm. getting a ton of, of offers. Again, going from the lineage. And then El Jefe de Goat. I mean, come on. A name like that. Nobody's going to go after him because we know where he's going. We uh, we know where he's going. Mm. That's why y'all are quiet. That's why he's quiet as fuck. I have have nothing. (laughs) I'm trying to make sure I don't get any kind of uh, baited into. Yeah, um, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. No people have offers. No one is predetermined anywhere. So, so, so you know where El Jefe de Goat's already going, right? El Jefe de Goat does not have an offer. El Jefe de Goat. I mean, he's been spotted here in Blacksburg. He can go to any college. If he does not go to Tulane, I will. I will eat my words. But I'm telling you, he's going to. You know, I'll, I'll say this, Vegeta. I'm not saying I hope I'm not going to recruit him, words. but but I'm just saying, El Jefe de Goat can't go to any college that he so chooses. But that doesn't uh, mean he's going to. I that's I'm not getting into that. I'm just telling huh, you. So maybe this name's getting grayed out for a reason right now. Uh, I had to fix the spelling on Jefe. Yeah. Um. I'll say I'll go with two different people. I think they're going to get a lot of attention here. I think Coco Raccoon is going to get a ton of um, action here. Just one that. of those people who's got a reputation that might be a very popular player to go after here. And on top of that, everyone loves their defensive linemen. So I see that being a very popular one. I'm going to kind of buck the trend here and say I think uh, Danelle Sullivan. I think they're going to be very well looked after. Another halfback is Gabriel Ziegler. That's what I was about to say. Gabriel Ziegler should be one that that should be hitting on everybody's radar as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I forgot K Town was in the in the portal. So I mean, in the transfer or new recruits. So. New recruits. New recruits. Can, recreate. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. What about? Um, I know some of y'all don't need quarterbacks, and some do. How do y'all feel about uh, the quarterback lineup this year? Well, I would have said Justin Duke would have been one of the bigger names. Um, he's an interception. He no option to even land him at this point, though, since he uh, decided to go coach. One that's very intriguing is uh, Krista Matz, who came in uh, late in Roley to Matterday and then led him to the championship. Yeah. 
You know, I think that's an interesting take. I think, though, there's a very particular kind of quarterback people are looking for right now. And that archetype is not as popular. So it could uh, either it could backfire or it could be a very good marketing pitch there. Does uh does ECU need a uh, quarterback? Yes. Yeah, that's where Christy Mass is going. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's where Christy Mass is going. Oh, I think that was already leaked out by the insider. Oh yeah. Well was it? I'm sure. Yeah, that that and one's too easy a, though. That, yeah, that's I mean That's almost as easy as how El Jefe going back to fucking Tulane. <laughs> Nobody said that. Nobody. Hey, said hey, that. hey, hey, hey! Uh, I just say maybe we should uh, bar El Jefe from going back to Tulane. Uh, well, we could have, but the coaches voted otherwise. Hey, I voted against that. <laughs> you did vote against. It. <laughs> then again, I voted against just about everything. I was about to say everything. you vote against all change. <laughs> hey, I did vote against everything. Just about everything, though. Almost everything. Ninety-eight point three percent. Hey, I agreed. I agreed on like two changes that we don't need to get into right now. Talk about coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coaching <laughs> votes. Um, no, I agreed on coaches, but that wasn't the only thing I agreed on. Um, I agreed on the. Um, uh, can we talk about the um, most the last vote yet, or is that something we don't want to talk about? Probably not. I don't know what it is, but we'll just. Hold yeah, we'll just leave it out there. But yeah, I mean, I voted for some of the things. Hey, participation's key. At least you're there. Hey, at least I vote every time and say it's just right. ghosting out. Sure. That's half the reason I still want to be a coach is I want to make do what's best for the league, whether I end up having a good team or not. That's fair. Yeah, that's the way you should do it. That's why everybody should do it. It shouldn't be about what they and their team need. It should be about the what league. will make the league better? Exactly. We're a family here. This is a league, and we only I think that means the lead firing seat. Vegeta. That hey. does mean firing Vegeta. He <laughs> said he's done. If it's best for the league, I think though, uh, interesting thing to talk about while we're here before we get to the last point with um, conference yeah. realignment is w- how much does the fact that we are making it more affordable to upgrade. How much is that going to impact things like base players and such going into this, do you guys think? I think with the caps, it doesn't really... I don't know. It it gives you an easier jump ahead if you buy the elite and a base player. Um, But it's still easy to get a base player you can still def- yeah, you can definitely still get a base player up there. I mean, you just have to be semi-active. Um, What's the difference in the price point for base and elite? Has that come out? Base, base is free and elite's ten dollars. It's been that way. The whole that time. hasn't changed. Never no, changed. What I mean is the uh, no, the fact we, we have that never changed actual prices. Come down. We, okay. Yeah, the the only thing that's the changed elite is coin prices came down. The coin that's prices, right? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, hell, you got attribute. Okay, I, I'll touch on that, and this is something that actually I just recently got into. Was it two? I think it was season three is when I first got into it, writing you know write ups for um, pregame previews, and then I did a couple broadcasts and things of that nature. And I haven't spent a dime. So I mean, there's more there's more free opportunity if you just take advantage of it. Yes, I mean half the year we're begging somebody to write previews. 
Yeah, it this, takes five this, minutes too. Yeah, this past year, and me included, I just didn't have the time. But this past Bullshit. year, they begged and begged and begged weekly for people to write previews, and it literally takes five ten minutes to write a preview, and they just give you elite coin, and it's not like a hundred, it's not five hundred. It is enough to where you can upgrade pretty rapidly if you stay fairly active it's not quite the payout for calling but it's still a good payout and exactly it's something that if you're interested in please take advantage of it as well as commentary I mean, and stuff like that yeah, yeah. i mean i w- would have called more games this most previous season i think i called one of the opening games and just didn't call the rest of the season but a lot of personal things came up I mean, along with the turmoil of the coaching situation at Lake Texcoco last year, just Which made I mean, it hard to want to. But yeah. at the end of the oh, day, if you guys Dylan are interested, Boston. please take advantage of the opportunities you're given here. It's I, not hard. The exactly. biggest the biggest thing and that went into the, the reducing prices, originally, you know, we had the upgrades and it kind of was – everyone was upset that it seemed like it was too easy to upgrade. So then the prices were raised. Well – then it was too hard to, you know, it costs too much to get. See, and that's not even money. It's just cost too much upgrade currency. I you think know? And, and I do agree. It did. I mean, once you got up to the higher 90s, whatever, it does take a lot to, to boost yeah. up. But now it's been lowered back down. The biggest thing for me is this league is we've done our best to make it for the users, to make it user friendly, to enjoy. You don't have to spend money to be a good player. Mm-hmm. There's other leagues out there that you have to spend money. We're not one of them. We're not going to name it. And we're trying we're trying to lower it back to keeping everyone happy with the caps that we have, you know, which eventually we want to get it arch- archetype based. It's not there yet. That's a time thing. You know, we're eventually going to be able to move to that. But having the caps where they are, you can spend money if you want to get there quicker, but if you're just active a little bit, do a job here or there if you want. Just by being active, you can be just as good as the guys that spend money. So it's it's not required. You know what I mean? For all you guys, like Leach is about as max out as he can be right now for being a sophomore last season. And I think I haven't spent more than $10 on Elite Coin. Most of it just came from calling. Yeah. So, and half of it you can get for not even doing anything other than just watching the Twitch stream and checking in. Yep. Right. Check I mean, in, do predictions, and yeah. recess. Recess is huge. I will um just get back to what Kickler was leaning into the what Rick was just saying about um cost being too high originally. I think a lot of the fear originally with that was the fact that people could just buy coins. That it was a scary idea that you could just instantly buy yourself into a ninety nine without caps fairly easily. Right. But that's the best thing about caps having. I mean. Yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, I wish I could go straight to a 99. But with the way that the caps are set, you can still be very, you can still be very talented, but you don't have a full freshman team that's all 99s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well, so I do want to throw this out there too. People will be 99 overall. Okay. Yes. They're gonna be 99 overall because the way the game algorithm is, you can get your attributes. You only have to get them to 90. Yeah, for a majority of them, and it's still going to be you're a 99 overall. That's just the way the game is. Yeah, built. it's a also a matter of just knowing what to upgrade. Anything. A 99 overall, I could have a freshman 99 overall who's got 93 caps and a senior that's got 99 caps, 
and there's a big gap there. Oh, there's yeah. a huge gap. Yeah. And they're still 99 overall, but that doesn't mean anything. No. Yeah. It's more the tendency and what your actual attributes are that exactly. will make the difference. And pay attention to tendency. Talk to your coaches before upgrading on some of this stuff because the tendencies matter more positions than people think. Yes, they do. I'll, I'll put this out here as a huge one that's always been a debate is your quarterback tendency and the fact that most people – try to avoid the scrambler tendency as an example for most schemes, at least. Yeah. But we have seen some scramblers. There are some that it makes a lot of sense to have it. Money mills. Prime example. That joker, when we ran the triple option, I think he threw like 12 passes all year. He was never a scrambler. Jim Carr was a scrambler last year. That's why we led the league in sex. It will lead you into That's a, a big reason effects. why people are scared of it. I know for a fact Brooks was a scrambler the last two seasons because of what his ratings were at, because a Mr. Ted may or may not have leaked a few things to me. Well, I will tell you, too, Jim Carr was still a very effective scrambler. Yes. That, that oh, was one that can yeah. prove to you that scramblers can do well. Yeah, he would gash you if you – one missed tackle and he was gone. Again, sorry to get us off topic again, but that was more so. Um, I just wanted to put that out there for everyone to realize there are a lot of avenues to get your player to being good in this league without feeling like you have to spend money. 100%. And that's that's the whole – what you say, Vegeta? I don't say anything. ECFL for the people. <laughs> yeah, for the people. Yeah, we're not – you're not here to, to break the bank and, and buy me a three-story house here. We're trying to make a league and – Make everybody. Well, I need a new PS5. Two hundred dollars a team. Two hundred dollars a team. No. Anyway, we're not going down that road. No, no. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna back out of that one too. Uh, no, we don't tip. need to get going on the nil no. stuff. Just the tip, just to see how it feels. <laughs> so <laughs> you're used to that, ain't you? Yeah. Ouch! Ouch! You're on my hair. He keeps um, trying. <laughs> uh. So you have you to talk about with that preparation H. Hey, what happens <laughs> in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. But we need to talk about conference alignments. Have you got that all wrote down to where uh, we can discuss that? It's been pulled up. Well, <laughs> lay it on me there, big boy. Go ahead, Vegeta. No, <laughs> <laughs> He's asking for the whole thing. This time. The whole thing. <laughs> all right, so. We've already talked about the conferences, I think. The conference names next year are going to be the American and Conference USA because they are not regionally based. They're more, you know, just generic, you know, standard, you know, American USA. So it's not like Big Ten and Pac-12 and all that. So are we going to be CUSA and the AAC? Yes. Yes. Just for clarification for anyone that might not follow exactly what those are. And Paul came up with the, the conference the way they are. There's no set, you know, like Vegeta must have left. Yeah, Vegeta <laughs> left because he's a bitch. There's no, like, geographic geography to it or anything like that. We just – he split it up the way that he best, so we went with it. So, Conference USA, you've got – Tulane, Memphis, Fresno State, Appalachian State, East Carolina, 
Ole Miss, Rutgers, and Maryland. Wait. Oh, East Carolina. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I my brain was thinking something else. We're good. We're good. <laughs> and then in the American, the AAC, you've got UCF, Arizona State, Arkansas, Baylor, UTSA, TCU, San Diego State, and Virginia Tech. Well, I get to play one of the most hated teams every year, guaranteed. You're pissed at Mac, and you get to play UTSA, and you get to play Ted every year. Well, fuck I do Ted. like how balanced it all feels. So, so who was one thing I liked about it? AAC was UCF, ASU, Arkansas, Baylor, Baylor, TCU, UTSA, San Diego State, and who else? Virginia Tech. Vatek. That's what I was forgetting. Um. I like it. And the, the way the schedule is going to work is the first four weeks are going to be out-of-conference games. And then weeks five through 11 will be your conference games. Oh. Okay. When the fuck did you come back? Um, just <laughs> such a His bitch ass just got back here. You just hear, oh. I, oh. <laughs> I got home and I was like, oh, well, there goes my phone signal. So, first four weeks out of conference, five through 11 is conference. So, no Similar matter to uh, college basketball, to where you have like a little um, tournament. And... Well, you just have your, your out of conference first. You can yeah. feel things out mm-hmm. and then get into conference play where you should be hitting strides um, to all the games that matter the most. Because next season, um, top four from each conference are making the playoffs. So. Regardless of record, it's top four. It's it is your top mm. four from each conference. I don't so. know how I feel about that one so much, but what's your negative thoughts on that one? Uh, my negative thoughts is I don't necessarily. It doesn't necessarily mean being top four in your conference means you're one of the best eight teams in the league. I don't disagree, but if we look historically at the playoffs. Um, each season, it has been Lock the top seven. X number from each side has made it. Like it's this year even, was five and five. It's been an even split every season, and it's been the top from each one. So this just makes it easier to where uh, we're not having to wait on coaches' polls every time. And this is the same result we were getting in the end anyway. The, now, the the plan is to still have the um, positions based off of polls and everything. I don't remember exactly what all was said. I'd have to go back and look at it later. But I think it was um, each each conference champion is one and two, and then after that, it's going to be based off of the rankings. Yeah, yeah. Only one and two will be locked in, and then after that, it goes off of rankings. So the then, rankings still matter and everything else, but it kind of. Uh, Makes you know the changes of seeding, and nine through sixteen is also going to get a twelfth game. We're going to do a bowl game for each of them. Nice. Well, that's and like nine that. and ten will play each other. Eleven and twelve, and so on. I like that. Well, nice to see that some of those ideas came to fruition. Still, uh-huh. yeah, we do listen. Sometimes. You know, some people believe that that was a completely dead concept. Well. 
And I think if they listen to this, they'll be very happy to see that it's not. There's obviously we can't Im- implement everything, but I mean, if you go back through like suggestions, the ones that were actually legit suggestions, I feel like a lot of it between the coaches, between the users and suggestions um, there also, a lot of it's been implemented in some shape or form, maybe not a hundred percent to what was requested, but we've done our best to. You also got to remember that for the first three seasons compared to now it's different leadership. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> well, first two and a half seasons. Well, a lot of this, a lot of this, how I feel is my personal opinion. A lot of this stuff is trial and error until you figure out what works best and what everybody likes. So we tried it, you know, for the first couple of seasons one way, and then you pretty much the same thing. You just tweaked it a little bit and added some extra bowl games to it, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully everybody likes it. You know, I'll say it again because I've said it at least. I know I said it during the offseason. The hell with all this four-team playoff. We need a playoff committee. <laughs> Let chaos reign. Yeah, but then you'd have bias and stuff. There, There's just... Yeah, I know. We kind of already discussed this in the discussions yeah. over the offseason. You bring in yeah. too, much, too much team bias there. You'd have to have like a complete out of source. But they would actually have to watch the games. And all. it just, that's just, yeah, no. Or, you know, you could have someone who just hates everyone equally. So you're just saying you just need to be on the playoff committee? And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I will absurdly make sure that only people with proper records and proper win-loss percentages and make sure that their strength of schedule matches up properly. So you're Except right. Ted will never make the playoffs. Ever. ever. <laughs> Ted will be 12-0. and 0 and he's like, no matter Ted will have to make it because he'll be 12-0, and 0, but if he ever slips up, he'll be out. Ted Zio, he's 11-1. and 1. He lost by 12 points. Fuck that guy. Yes. Lost in overtime by one point on yeah. a field goal. He's out. And yep. then and then you got you got Vatek over there on the bubble, and they're like, mm, I'll give him the nod. No, Vatek would never make it. I can't ever put myself <laughs> in. That's too blatant. Now, I will throw this out there for the one thing that has been mentioned before, too. We've had it try to do it in the past where there's been like a media poll along with the coaches poll, like an AP type thing. That'd be great to have. The problem is, is getting people to actually yeah. fill up the poll every week. And being unbiased, if if there are people that actually listen to this podcast, and maybe then that means you're a little bit more uh, dedicated, normally, I guess. Um, If that's something you'd be interested in, hit us up because we want people to actually one watch the games. You need to watch more than just your game. You can't. You got to be unbiased. You have to be unbiased. A lot of bias in the league, right? I mean, there was. Yeah, there's been some bad (laughs) times. Hey, Hey. If, we can just point out the fact that some people may or may not have tried to take the playoff rankings right in the there. Are you trying what? to tell us something? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. okay. Well, that's oh, different. Anyway, there's been some other polls when we had the media thing set up, and then when we also had, um, we tried to pull the league, what season two or something, I think, to yeah. Have yeah, a uh, that's kind of what I was leaning. The league, was. the league poll that was ridiculous because they would literally people vote don't take it serious. Under, yeah. yeah, I mean we they had teams. Could, were, no no offense five. to a team like uh, Minnesota had first place votes. Yeah, and when they didn't have a single win at the time. Yeah, exactly. they didn't have any wins. And not a knock on Minnesota. I'm not going back to that. I'm just saying that's an example. 
Yes. And we need people we can trust because I would love to have another poll out there. But we can't be having people just going in there making a joke of it. Exactly. It has to be people who want to take it serious and who actually want to. And you can remain remain anonymous for all I care. DM me. Hit me up. Let me know that you want to be a part of it and we can look into it. Yeah, let's let's table that and make a footnote and revisit that. I like that idea. We should do our fucking coaches. Make you're our not, co- no, no, you're no. Not do anything. Like shut, our oh. shut, shut, shut your mouth. I mean, I know my coaches wouldn't be fucking biased because I know I'm not biased. Speak for yourself. You actually have coaches. I do have coaches, <laughs> but like I'm not even biased towards my team. I know my team. My my uh, my my well no my coaches aren't too bad. Can't I can't say that. I think I, I can help you out with this pan pam thing. <laughs> I was I'll There's say I was pretty biased at Ventura, <laughs> but with Lake Lake Texaco, I really wasn't biased much. Mm-mm. I wasn't biased. I have no, I can't say I've ever been biased for Toledo Tech. I guess I was pretty biased for Ventura uh, in my first season, pretty much having to take over as head coach, <laughs> but I was pretty. Pretty honest in my second season there. So, hmm. well, we've hit on a lot this evening. If we go any longer, people, I doubt anybody even makes it this far. But if you do, <laughs> you, know, you know, it might just because it's a constant rambling. Hat, hats off to you. No, this is this this is what happens. We we actually talk about some good subjects, and we actually put out pretty decent content, in my opinion. We give everybody the ins and outs on everything and what they can do to literally make a jam up player in this league, but all you got to do is click a button and listen. But as you see, prime example, Vegeta can't click a freaking button and read. I'll give you guys your credit. I've watched every single episode. Well, I appreciate that. At least you know, you're one of the I, six. So I think, I think hey, uh, Twitch <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Make it live on Twitch. I, I also want to um, tell Caboose and Dunn, um, you get recruited tomorrow. Um, I still thank away. God, recruiting starts tomorrow morning at nine a.m. Wait, what time nine is it again? Eastern. When do I get recruited? Dunn does not get recruited. He already committed to his buds. I I have buds. been asked that I don't know how many times. People, one thing that would go a long way is just reading the announcements. I know Keynes likes to add everyone 45 times a day. And it, probably, about five, probably about 5.30 in the morning, he's going to add everyone again. I didn't even fucking up at 5.30. Keynes adds everyone. Well, he adds everyone in there like five times a day. He adds us 45 times a day. He does. So, but please, I mean, when we do that, it's important. And like, if you just read it, it might be easy to, you know, have answers to some of the questions. But, you know, hey, whatever. If you want to ask, ask. It is what it is. Do you. You do you. Um, Recruiting, 9 a.m. tomorrow, Eastern. You cannot give a verbal for 24 hours. It's probably already going on by this time. You cannot commit publicly until Friday. Please try to respond to the coaches. Be nice. Be courteous. They're putting their time in. Everyone does this as volunteer anyway for fun. I want to conversate with them. Even if you don't want to go there, that's cool. Tell them. Don't Thank lead you. them on. Please, just, for the love of God, tell us right Say, away. hey, I have an idea. Hopefully, you keep an open mind and don't already have an idea of where you're going. Obviously, yeah, you like some teams better than others, but like, give people a chance. I'm sorry you can't all join us. 
So, season five champions. I'll tell you guys this. Uh, <laughs> anyone who yeah, somehow if you make it this far into the Too podcast, lame. don't lead someone on because if they're really interested in you, they will spend the entire recruiting period going after you just to be told at last second they didn't. And Unless you're being recruited to... by Virginia Tech, then it's completely okay. Yes, do what you need <laughs> because Virginia. I have no players I want anyway. you to leave Virginia Tech on literally until Friday, and then don't be like, yeah, I'm going to you, and then flip on signing day. Yeah, yeah, please do that because that would be the perfect story is for me to have absolutely <laughs> no one. But beyond that, our NIL pockets are deep. But no, please, for the love of God, respect what everyone's doing out here. Um, don't just lead them on for five days. You don't want to go there. Tell me you don't want to go there. Yes, please. If you don't want to go, just give them that knowledge because there are a lot of guys here who will put a lot of effort in just and not have a backup plan because they're going in hard after the guy that they've connected with. So please. Well, not only that, but you also hurt your fellow recruits because some of the guys may not be getting offers as many offers as, as result, you. And those coaches can move on to other people that are on their board. You know, and maybe someone's not specifically getting specifically what election. happened in the portal this off season um, with Dickey, he only got three total offers and something, a few of those were at last minute because people were more going after other quarterbacks at the time. So understand that if you aren't interested, let them know because that gets everyone a better chance of getting recruited. For sure. Thank you. Thank you for that. Was and my... if you want to win championships, go to Tulane. Yeah. Well, okay. everyone already That's fucking obvious. knows that. Mr. <laughs> Dynasty decides to fucking build a fucking championship team for three straight seasons. Next thing Could you know, have won they'll four. Be, they'll be calling for the... yeah, we did make the semifinals the only time we didn't win it. So. Uh, I'm yeah. calling rule... for this. If uh, Kickler wins another championship, he and his entire staff have to retire. See, that's horseshit. Aaron's going to Nuda next year. <laughs> we don't need another Saban. Good thing you were breaking up the entire time and no yeah, one has a clue no what you just heard. said. New rule, everybody that goes to Tulane cannot go over an 85 overall. I like that rule. They'll (laughs) still win a championship. It doesn't fucking matter. I mean, three different offensive playbooks, two different defensive playbooks. It's cool. It's okay. I was only going for one of them. You've inspired a few people in offensive playbooks. I'll give you that much. Well, I thought so, but no one took the triple option last season. I mean, I took budget triple option with Nevada. Budget triple option. <laughs> We've talked about it. Not really. You're all too scared to do it, though. We didn't talk about it. I mean, I, I'll be it's honest. Hard. I'm looking into it. I don't know that I'm going to, but I'm looking into it. There you go. You got to look into everything. That's all. That's right. what look, I mean, I I'll be honest. I mean, when you guys took triple option in season two, I thought you all were insane. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> Like, I worked. <laughs> I pitched every day for a month because I had just created a new wide receiver. And I was like, finally, I get to do stuff. And then this asshole <laughs> goes with the triple option. And Perfect I think time I had like it. four I catches all year. <laughs> well, and then you went back to it after not winning a championship in season three and won it. No, season two, we didn't run it. Um, no, season season two, we ran Cal. Yeah. Um, and we came up short. Season, but. So in the preseason, we ran a coaches um, tournament, and each of the coaches we were just you know killing time, and each of the coaches picked a playbook, and I took uh, Navy and I won the coaches tournament, and I was like, 
let's play it, let's use it. And they were all telling me, no, I'm an idiot. And so we used Cal and we came up short, but that's okay. We, you know, semifinals. And then we did the same kind of deal and won it again. I'm like, all right, we're going triple option. Like nothing else looks as good. So they finally got on board and look what happened. We won a championship. Well, I can tell you that from my experience with um, Ventura back in season three, uh, our playbooks weren't looking good. We were testing a lot of things. I knew Baylor from previous seasons of work went with it, and it looked worse. So, yep, guys, Been there always that. be willing to give new things a try. Don't just stick with what you know. <laughs> I well, mean, I think season we made one, Nevada we won with look Troy. good at times. But... We won with Troy in season one, and we won with Houston this season. And I can tell you, I've never used those two playbooks ever. And, you know. We just randomly tried to start different things because what we had both seasons wasn't working. Yes, don't be scared to change early if you feel your book's not working as a heads up to the new coaches out here. Even though I know if you're a new coach, you're probably not even listening to this any fucking way. Oh, actually, it's after week one this year. I was too stubborn to let us change from Nevada. We were going to run the damn ball even if it cost us everything. <laughs> and it did. Hey, we had a few games where it looked amazing. Fuck, really we upset did. we upset the runner up right in the last season because how were they supposed to answer us? It's true. It's true. Well, I mean, all that being said, thank you guys for having me on. I hope <laughs> this isn't my last chance. It's running a bit late. Any no. other closing thoughts? Oh, speaking of which, uh, we hadn't announced it yet, but we are going to run games for the seniors that we're leaving. Um, That's right. We're going to have four teams. Former coaches are going to be the coach, and they're picking their playbooks, and they're going to draft from the available seniors. Uh, the draft list is going to be start out with all those that have recreated. If you're a ghost as a senior, you will only – get picked if there needs to be a spot filled. Yep. And it's, it's kind of perfect timing for it since we've, you know, merged with USFA to do the pro league. Um, it'll kind of be a, a pro or a senior bowl type showcase for them. You know, they got to see some of the people during the season, but now they get seniors on se- uh seniors right before their draft, which I believe is the end of December. So uh, it'll be another way to showcase your player for that draft. I think this, opens up a question then that this might be for them and not you guys. What about players that have already graduated from the past year? No, they don't, they don't qualify. So they already have too many. And that's been a popular question. We Um, have 122 players going to them. Yes. There, this, (laughs) this senior class was huge. They already had a, um, you know, a college system of their own prior to this, that they're, you know, nixing with this merge. So they already had some players. They already had an established pro league. It's not like they're a brand new league. So they they are expanding to take on our players. Um, but with that being said, it was just going to be too much to try to bring in older players also. And we know you guys want the older players and everything. but Damn it, we wanted the Bridges comeback story. He would have been maybe, maybe, you know, in a couple seasons, you know, if we have a smaller class or something, we bring some of them back once it gets going. Thing, but... What what was that comment, Rick? He wouldn't be drafted. <laughs> oh, this is bullshit. Leader in yards per season. Yeah. Yeah. 
Undrafted free agent. They, everyone just remembers his last game. Good luck with that. But the coaches of the senior thing, they're picking their own teams, and it's not going to be any of the teams that we've selected for next season. Yep. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm anxious and curious and can't wait to see who they – how they draft their teams, what books they run, how the games turn out. It'll be it'll be enjoyable. It'll be like a four team bracket so the winners will play each other. Yep, a little tournament showcase. It'll be fun. So we took that suggestion to you guys. We listen. We listen. Well, I always listen because I'm always trying to start shit, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Well, hopefully Ted doesn't listen. Because uh, you got a shit storm coming if he does. Oh, <laughs> uh, he can. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to be nice and not say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm going to be go. nice and not say that. Ted likes me right. enough not for me to say that. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate you have you coming on with us tonight, Zio. We enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully, we can have you back on in a couple weeks and talk about your uh, hopefully your better recruiting trail. And, uh, Vegeta already left. Yeah, because Vegeta's a bitch. <laughs> what? Did he really? What a yeah. Oh, yeah, he's not allowed to come back. Um. Anyway, uh. So I'll take his spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for us tonight. Uh, appreciate everybody that does listen. And uh, yeah. Good night. See y'all. Peace.